0: Welcome to the Wildcast Podcast, coming to you from Wildcast Studios, with your hosts Adam Lund and Jeremy
1: Boucher.
2: Uh, Welcome back to the, to the penulti- preseason episode of the wild- Wildcats Podcast, your unofficial voice for all things wild cats As always, I am your host. Sadly, there's no YouTube today because I am joined by no one in one video, but uh, for you, he is in a secret location. He, we have found him. Uh, Mr. Jeremy Boucher, how are you?
0: I'm uh, doing well. Uh, again, traveling, uh, doing steering work uh, to try make make some Yeah, because just uh, decided to, uh, the wife has decided to get some tickets to the happening this beach music festival. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, you know, pretty, I'll be trying to earn them uh, some more money than uh, <laughs> that. I usually travel out and make every day.
2: Not the uh, not the cheapest festival. Um. But I no. mean, Chris Stapleton, nope. and I guess yes, K- was just announced.
0: <sighs> yeah, those are good dudes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you yeah, have two two passes was like six twenty five dollars, oh. uh, and of course there's absolutely no accommodation left on the island, anywhere. Really? Uh, so I'm gonna, Already? I'm gonna take a moment to make a plea to our friends on the on the island. If you have an open room available for my wife and I for next summer's cabin summer, uh, please let me know. Uh, I will gladly pay for said accommodation and chip in for anything else that is required uh, for us to have a place to stay while we are there. Uh, and um, yes, yes, you can message me on any of the social media platforms. Uh, best offer wins.
2: Hang on, they're already sold out like the whole there's island.
0: Abs- there's absolutely nothing, there's no cottages in Cavendish, there's no cab- cottages in, in North Rustico. there's nothing in Charlottetown, there's nothing in Summerside. Everything is completely booked on the island. Uh, uh, so at this point, you're on your own when it comes to trying to find a place to stay,
2: and that's not uh, that's not an adventure. I mean, Charlottetown's only like, or Cavendish is only an hour an hour. A half, roughly, uh, two hours is at most. But you're not driving that back and forth after you no know, set alcohol taking, uh, belly and, and as well, like that's that's an extra hundred dollars on top of that. So yeah, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a hockey hat guy, if you can extra you spare room, uh, who else? Yeah, yeah. Guy, there, uh, the Mackinnons, UA
0: Northcott. Yeah. Uh, you know, any, anybody else Expenses. on the island on that listen to our show that yeah. uh, might be able to re up a uh, room. Look, if there's, know, there's ever a
2: time that you want to be part of the show, it's a stick tap of the week. And I know it's going to be I, the summer. But if you, you reach out and you allow him to stay, I can I, I, don't, I don't want for you, but I can also guarantee that is a stick tap of the week. We, correct.
0: Absolutely, hundred <laughs> uh, percent. We don't even need a bed. We will sleep sleep on an basement floor. Uh, we will bring an air mattress. We will we'll bring our own pillows and bed sheets. Um, you just open the door. I uh, don't even know we're there unless you know walls are shaking a little bit. But, uh, other than that, we won't even know we're around.
2: Yeah, you just, just think over your head to keep the weather, uh, keep the sun and the rain rain off. Uh, it's been a couple weeks since we're back. How was your how was, how was your weekend?
0: Uh, you know what? London was uh, was good. You know, we didn't really do much. Uh, it was kind of a relaxation kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. You know, I worked at the Balloon Fiesta in Sussex on the Saturday. That was something else. Uh, That's the
2: first time. Like, like we went out Friday. That's the first time I've ever been yeah. to that thing. And I didn't, I, didn't, I yeah. thought it was like, you go and you can go up in, like, the balloons were tethers, so you can kind of go up a little bit for free. I didn't realize that you paid to actually go on in the balloon, but oh, oh we're, yes. we're driving around the fair and stuff. Stop, stop, and, and people bring, like, like campers and trailers and motorhomes for the, like, this is, a, this is a big deal. And it was, I was impressed. It was, I mean, I'd never seen a balloon up that close. We, we were just driving around because it was, like, 8 o'clock at night. We did not we staying, but... but they're huge, they are they massive, and it's like,
0: it's like $250 for uh, for to go up in one of them. Uh, and hopefully, ho- we were busy. Like, this place was packed, right? Um, you know, you know the food, food, food vendor area. I, I stood in line for maybe a half an hour and didn't, I might have moved five feet. All right. um, well, luckily, the wife and I were well, the wife was there with um are adopted there now <laughs> and uh we we yeah they went to gym's to and got me some food so yeah score it was
2: good. Yeah. Yeah yeah we uh well not well we went into that on Friday and then uh went golf golf and Saturday but hey but the, the, the actual long weekend uh we got family friends coming out for, they, they came out for a wedding so it's a mom and two sisters and her one one of their boyfriend friends but the younger came out just randomly on a Friday night I got a Facebook message Hey Adam, I just at um, I don't know what your plans are this weekend. Blah blah blah. So, and so I rarely talk to the one sister. I talked to, to the other one uh, more, more often, and I was like, like, am I being scammed? Like, like, like I was just waiting for the message. Hey, can you send me, me like, two hundred uh, Apple dollars to so pay my, my Uber? You know that kind of scam. But then she actually mentioned oh, yes. the wedding she was here for, and I was like, oh, okay, I guess the person actually truly is here. And she. Thought, their, her Airbnb was at the Victoria Park, which, you know, you and I know where, where we live. Literally, like, like, what are the odds that they, she comes out, stays at an Airbnb, and it's literally a seven-minute walk from our house. So we got to play, play tour, which we always loved to do it. We would love to have family here, and, you know, we had nothing to do that weekend. We were just going to be, be lazy, be, maybe 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 do some house stuff. And we got to play tour, guys. So, so I didn't have to do a lot of house cleaning. so everybody wins. There
0: go. Yeah. go. Jeez. We're both, uh... Sounds like we both got up to some uh, pretty interesting stuff recently.
2: <laughs> well, that's uh, when the training camp is nine weeks long yeah. trying to find something else <laughs> to do. To do. Uh, but you know, a couple weeks left in the uh, in the amazing race. They were just in, in the carrot area. Um, yes, that's right. I think they go to. I, I'm can they go to Nova Scotia now.
0: No, no. no. So they're gonna be um, obviously the the preview shows them going to. Obermory, which okay. is in Ontario. Aye. That would be, you know, kind of up. up. Um, you go towards Owen Sound. Yeah. Um, keep on uh, it's, it's a really nice, nice area. Super, super, like, you know, obviously summer, a summer destination. I go there in the winter time. Really no. nice, nice, really nice area. But yeah, this is, uh, it's crunch time. Only two, I think two weeks left of it. Uh, final, final four will be uh, revealed on, I guess, what would have been yesterday episode, yeah. and uh, next week's will be the finale.
2: Yeah, I thought they were going to gauge. I don't like it, I didn't know where the military. I figured they went from Caracat and an area, then when they went to, Gage to do the military thing, and I didn't know where hmm. that car thing was. So I thought, maybe it's somewhere in North or wherever it is. I want to go. But, um, and our, and our favorite show, Mass Singer, comes back September twenty first. September twenty first. Like so we will. The
0: calendar is circled.
2: Yes, we will have a few of those. Uh, so we got a jam-packed show with a couple of guests. Uh, before I forget, as always, you can follow us on Twitter, Wildcast, uh, Instagram, Walkers Podcast, TikTok is well, Maybe not this week, but every other week. We're on, on YouTube. Smash, hit the subscribe button. Uh, quick question. Uh, the NFL season k- kicked off past weekend. So I think I took Rams and the Bills last year. I think you took the Bills and I want to say the 49ers.
0: Was 49 yeah. I took
2: can't remember who it was. Maybe not. Okay. I know it was the, the let's, Bills. You took. let try to do better this year. Yeah. I, I mean, I went one or two. I didn't think Tampa was, was there, but um, I was right on the right ground, which hurt because they had through through Tampa there. But um, what do you what do you got this year?
0: Well, yep. um, I'm probably going to go a little off the board this year, and hopefully it uh, it it works out for me, but. I'm going to say, uh, let me make sure I get my AFC and my NFC right here um, so I can get this, uh, get it right uh, because uh, where am I? Here we go. Okay. Okay. So Super Bowl will be on board board here, the Rams, Against Denver Broncos.
2: Oh, hey, okay. you're, you're ballooning uh, Russell Wilson. The Broncos
0: are my, my my off-the-board pick, um, and I'm gonna go repeat. So we're gonna go with the Rams
2: again. All right, uh, I, I I'm, gonna the, I'm gonna believe in the believe in the Bills. This year. I like the I like the Broncos. It's in a really tough division, um, but I think that, like. At first game of Thursday, the Bills absolutely obliterated the Rams. I think they're going to see more of that throughout the season. Um, and I think that they're just losing KC last year. I think they're built there. So I've got the Bills going. And in the NFC, it's a lot weaker. So the Rams do- do make a lot of sense. But and this is a homer pick. But uh, also on the side of history, at the time Tom B loses before the Super Bowl, that next year he comes back and he wins the Super Bowl. And I believe this... Is the year that it happens, and he rides off into the sunset, um, and leaves us without uh, in this with this quarterback purgatory, and with a lot of cap hell, uh, because they they moved a lot of uh, they moved a lot of cap room, a lot of void years, to put this team together. So that's the, uh, the, uh, the the Bills um, um, in Arizona, uh, February twelfth, and got the Broncos and the Rams. Like that's that. right. Yeah. I like that. That'll be. Uh, let us know your picks. Um, I know like one, but uh, we'll put those up, and then you guys let us know, let us know uh, your picks. But let's get some camp uh, updates.
1: Wildcats training camp reports.
2: They finally got off the snide. The Wildcats, their first two victories, a back-to-back wins, uh, an 8-6 uh, shootout haircut over uh, Badhurst, and then Stimings stym- is his first pre-CG I think the Islanders 3-3 three three nuts Sunday afternoon. Obviously, we didn't watch the one in Kerr but, um, you know, it kind of proved to this team can, can score uh, when they need to. I mean, obviously, you're not going to want to win hockey games eight, six. Um, but again, Jacob Lawson doing things against uh, Moncton. Is, he, he's got six goals in the preseason, and five of them have been against Moncton. Um, it's kind of the Brian Francis uh, or Josh Lawrence situation. Good to see the Wildcats uh, on Saturday. I'm waiting to get to watch it, but. Be um, able to put up offensive numbers. A lot of the questions is who's going to score, who's going to the team offensively.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you know what? The, the it's been a night and day difference uh, from prior to the break. Who, you know, what we saw in those two games uh, a lot better defensively. Uh, you know, the goal scoring there. You know, we don't have a you know we don't have a superstar of the team, right? But we we have. But the looks of it, it's it's depth. Uh, there's a good uh, there's a good group of fours. Uh, you know, three lines that can score, and probably a fourth line that can be able to pitch in as well. You know, that's I think that's what what's making you know successful this year is that you know the scoring by committee, right? right. Uh, there's you know nine at least nine forwards that are going to be able to put in the net. Uh, 10, 11 possibly, you know, that, that that could help as well. Well, and you've got some defensemen that can. Uh, we saw that um, it's a miracle, um and you know, that was he just we stepped in, but let it go 100 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. Um, So you, if we can give them some opportunities like that, this team will score. Uh, and you know, people are you know, people are concerned about you know who's gonna who's gonna replace Brooklyn Kalmakov's production. Well. It's not, it's not going to be one player. It's going to be, no, be no. Uh, it's going to be a contributing uh, factor. Although you know, the, the, they're going to make up the goals, but it's not going to be one player. It'll be three or four, uh, and that's just, and that's what you need. You don't need, don't need one. Uh, you know you don't, you, don't, you don't want one sniper on team. You want a bunch bunch of them.
2: And you don't want to be like obviously. those us think a big step forward. Uh, but you don't yeah. want him to be be the. The quote unquote focal point you want three line that can score, four lines that can score, obviously. But, but you know, you, you want that depth so that when teams try to put out a shot, to shut on the line, or to try to they don't know where the scoring is coming from. I mean, you know, like you said, Moran stepped into that one on Sunday, three nothing true for the island, Rangers, um, um, and just absolutely ripped it. And, and I mean, he's gonna do he kind of worried about his injury a little bit, and then he comes back and absolutely takes over from where he left off, and just the puck in the net. Mercier on our play off the face-off, steps into one, and then both with just an unreal move um, for, for that team. So again, like, every, like they're not getting two, two or three go going guy. It's different guys in different lines scoring, and I think that's kind of what we're going to see a lot this season is you can keep the, the puck out of the net defensively, and going to be able to score from anywhere, and that's we, we didn't really see that a lot of It was kind of a lot of, uh, of uh, you know, counting on Brooklyn Kalmakoff last year to kind of carry the team. And this thing, I think, is more of a team. Yeah, team. Everybody's kind of pulling them. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, obviously, obviously, we saw on, uh, was it, yesterday? You know, the power play still needs work, but, but generally, you know, it's still preseason, and you've still got, you know, two, another two weeks before – um, the regular season starts, so, so you've, you've got time to work on it. Uh, you know that, that five three was uh, abysmal, frustrating to watch, yeah. just to say the least. It actually impressed so, me.
2: I, I actually they're at twenty two percent. Like I thought they were be at. I'm not as worried as I was last year. Like, I saw more games last year after the break. I think with the rock rock to define and we didn't, didn't really have that this year. Um, but at twenty two percent clip, that's not bad. Um, and they, they've gotten a lot better since we've seen the, seen the team um, is actually forming. So, like you said, I think a couple of weeks of putting that work in, I feel like I they're going to go with the four forwards with defensemen, but please just don't do do the drawback. It's all just it's 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 <laughs> right? Just
0: Everybody's going. Uh, that seems to, to be where, where a lot of teams yeah. are going with their, with, with their play, and I, I've never liked it. Me, uh, it, 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 it's just it's just a, a recipe for, for disaster, mm. and it's, uh, so I've never liked job pass. But you know what? They're probably not listening to us. I'm probably gonna continue doing, doing it, and every time it happens, I'm just gonna be sitting there, you know, with my doing a, like a face palm because I know it's gonna it's gonna end badly.
2: Yeah, and and that's, that's everybody's doing it, so the PA is leaving the. Guy high and he's kind of just get in. Let Bo in front of the net. Let him go with the puck. Let him be that big body in front of the net and move it around. Like this team has Ooh. the ability to move the puck around. and, and Whether it's pushing on on the, on the on the half wing or Mercier on the, on the half wing, those two shots together just let it rip. Move it around. Let it rip. I think, uh, I, think, uh, I think obviously the guy that's going to be to be quarterback on power play one and then I. I Believe, Darcy, Darcy has got to be the quarterback on power two if they only go one defense uh, on yeah. that second unit, and I don't necessarily yeah. hate that.
0: Well, for me, I mean, uh, I heard about the who who would be on the second power play unit, but then you saw you know that that breakup passes from Grenier, yeah, that you know, Baudouin. I want more of that,
2: yeah. Uh,
0: you know, I, that was that was tape to tape, instant stride, could couldn't be any better. Uh, that that was impressive, you know. If that if that passes is, is off by you know a couple inches, he's not in by, by he's in no, on, no. on a breakaway. I think that's that that was you know that's pro that was a pro level pass, and so you know I would I want I want to see that every, even from from Grenier because that's going to make uh, yeah, that's just going to make the the future look a lot, lot better if you know pulling pulling stuff off like that.
2: Yeah, and, and you know his pass was tape tape, but. Smart on Baldwin to kind of give him a split with the defenseman, knowing that the new defenseman, he didn't kind of. Once he saw that it opened, it gone. And you could can, can hear him yell on, on, the, on the live stream, he knew where he was going. Um, he, he didn't stay on the wall. He didn't try to help. He, he saw that the spot, and he was gone. Um, obviously, the, the roster is, is official. They go with uh, 13 forwards, 8 defensemen. Smith, Mercier, Daniel, Mueller, Labelle, Lansbury, Ojeb, Taven, McPhee, Lochkin, Tybell, Barbashev, man, Barbashev, Barbashev should be on Rangers rookie camp up here, shortly, uh, unless he's already, already left. Uh, on the defense, Hamelman, man, Darcy, Cill, Grenier, Forte, John, John, and Balanine. and I'll let you give the news on Iasonza, although everyone's already seen it.
0: Yeah, so it was um he. Yeah. There were some team teams that approached him about coming to their. Um, some teams that approached him about coming to the rookie camp. Uh, he elected to go with uh, Colorado. Uh, congratulations to, to Tim. Uh, he left on Monday for for Denver. Um, so he's going to be playing the on that, on that rookie tournament. I believe it's in I want to say San Jose. Mm-hmm um that has uh, obviously the, the Avalanche, the Sharks, uh i want the golden night as well uh the coyotes the kings and the dotcocks
2: okay so, um, so count, 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 for, yeah
0: for. so that's going to be pretty pretty, gonna be pretty fun for, for for him uh that's i believe that rookie event is this weekend if i'm not mistaken uh so yeah we'll have two two, two guys off the nhl camp Barbashev and uh and
2: and, 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 and both of them have, have earned it. Like, like By- Byrne By- 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 being in the draft, I- senza has put a lot of work in from, from you know, we were, we were a couple times early, like, in, in his season, and then even, and even last year, you know, but, but playing with Hamel, learning how to be a pro, playing tough minutes all the time. Flat- flat- it. He's going to be a minute longer this year uh, as 3-4, or 4-4 pair with. I assume Hamel but uh we'll have to see. I mean both guys absolutely deserve it and then goal uh Van Jacob Steinman, uh obviously will be the goal time like that for, for a, a couple yeah. weeks. It, it was good to see both goaltenders get w's um, um played well in the in the, in the game against Bathurst, and uh, that was that was a tough one who they put on a, a the young group um but but again it's good, it's good to see both tenders getting Getting depth in the preseason, and then if they can play like that in the pre in the regular season, and I, I don't want to say split, car- split the games. Split the carries. Football, um, <laughs> I don't seem to split the games, but, um, I mean, if you're going a 70-30, I'm really good about mean, in, in that 30. Two. Uh, you know, he's he's got...
0: He's, he's got junior experience. You know, obviously, you know it, it, it's not it's not the same caliber, mm-hmm. but um, you know, for for him to to play, you know, let's say 20 twenty, let's say twenty five games, twenty five games, happy with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let's go with it. But you know, at the time, it's be ready in case something happens to to, to Philean, right? Um and I, I think he's I think he think he's capable of of, of doing things. We've seen it against Sean Strong, Uh you know shut them out. He, he was sick. so you know in the event that something happens that that, that gets hurt or, or you know struggles, I feel I feel confident in uh, in Simon being able, able to step in.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's just... I just on with the amount of pressure and, and all that, that on on his shoulders from you know not only us to, to the fans every, every um, yeah. but I think he's from what I've seen in a couple of games that he's played he looks more, more um so what I was he looks, he looks more confident in the net he's coming out he's challenging pucks he's moving quicker quicker um so I think I think it's a, it's a bigger for him and and that's where if there's a not a weakness but if there's a question. The team's got the depth up front, but are they? How how are they going to prevent? Like, how are they going to prevent the games? Right, the goal, goal. and that's that's kind of the where I lean a little bit of a worry. Um, I I don't have any worry the team's going to puck in the net. I just worry the young decor is going to keep the puck out of the net.
0: No, that's 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 fair, right? Really, I don't think this. I think the defense is is young. Oh. Um, it, it, there's experience back there. It's, it's, uh, there's just a lot more experience back there than people would expect, uh, <laughs> uh, than people think, right? It, it's it's the major, major in your experience that um, you know might not that might not jump off the page with you, but I mean you've got Pamel who's probably probably about a fifth year player, player yep, yep. Uh, uh, yeah, I there. Yeah,
2: who's been playing consistently since he, he got here.
0: Yeah, you know, I- I- ISN is what third year now. Uh, like that, that shows you how fast their you know career careers can go. Yeah. Like it-, it seemed like yesterday, ISN was, was 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 getting called up during you know during the COVID year and playing as a sixteen year old. Like, it's 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 crazy how fast how these times these times just go. But
2: and that's move, you know, same, right? thing
0: with, same thing with Darcy. He's in his he's in his third year. Yeah, yeah. Uh you know, more is in his second year. It, it's, it's Grenier, I, I would he's he's a rookie, but at the same time like it's he knows what to expect. And I, this is, it looks it's a little young team, but it's really not. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know I, you know, if as long as you've got a, a young player, player paired with, uh, uh, with maybe a veteran, it, it's, it's only just to them, you know, in, in the developments. Is you put, you put, you put, you put I think I send that and the are probably the only two who, who only the two obvious pairing. Mm. Is that, but uh, you, you know, I, I don't want to see Moran grenading together because that's. that's I mean, that's that, that's the, the future, right? That's literally probably going to be your, your one-two two defenseman yeah. in, in a couple, couple of years. Uh, I'd love to see, uh, you know, Moret and a Darcy, right? Like, that's, to me, a superb perfect pairing, but, but anything else, it's, it's, I think the only rookie pairing we'll have is probably the pairing. Everybody looking at the forte, say, genre and, and, and Grenier. Yeah. Like, for me, it's... It doesn't look that bad. It looks good for the... If, 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 if the future looks good. Yeah. And... That's uh, to me, that's because that's, that's, that's what we're building for. We're, we're built for, you know, we're not going to wait until the championship this season, but, you know, we're going to be close next season and probably one of the top teams of the so that So that, that, you know, you want to get any games in for these young guys and make sure that they're uh, contributing.
2: Yeah, that's uh, like I said, that's, um, I wasn't meaning like I was worried, like, because like, they're all 16, but it's like that's it's always, the, always the worry. The defense corners to come together and, fun, fun, and like you said, Hamel and I assume that they played the, the together. So they're, you got to believe they're going to play together. Um, Moran and Ballantine, I believe that that's probably a pair, and then Mercy and Grenier, or Darcy and Marcel. Um, mm-hmm. and then preseason is different than than regular season. We're going to learn a lot about Marcel and Ballantine early. You know, I don't think they're, they're going to have any problem adjusting. Um, but you know, that that's the that's that's what I mean on terms. of Learn learning day with each other and, and that's where we're going to be here in well, what, seven, seven weeks from now or something when the season starts but uh <laughs> got one more final preseason Sunday against the Islanders in Charlottetown at McLaughlin <laughs> Arena uh, in the at 2pm in the annual please don't get hurt game uh, but you want get, to get to our guess?
0: Yes, let's do it. Alright.
1: View from the other bench.
2: All right, so again, uh, it's not so, not so much the other bench, it's the other box. We head back up to the press box this is time. Uh our Maritime Division previews this week. Uh, first uh, the first, first, first the moose heads with from Saltwire Network, uh, Willie Penny Paloff. Willie, welcome to, welcome to the this, this first time here. Uh, we really appreciate you taking, taking the time to do to do Yeah, right on.
3: Thank you for having me on. I appreciate that, too. too.
2: I guess uh, the first, first question, um, um, you know, how's your, how's your summer, baby? been, Has it been uh, getting back to the and and, uh, you know, another year ahead of you?
3: Yeah, summer always ends kind of abruptly when you cover key. Yeah, key. Yeah. yeah. You're inside the, around the 15th every year, hot outside, but uh, least, uh, I'm going back to cover a team that's on the rise. They should have a good year, so all kinds of good storylines for me, and that's never a bad, bad thing in my business. Absolutely not. Uh, looking, at, like, looking at the
0: Mooseheads roster, um, you know, I I. I a lot of people were were shocked when they or uh, not were not really surprised when they when they, they dealt uh, Bobby Orr to to Gatno. Um, really, if you don't look at uh, was, that, was that was that a move to uh, to make room for for you know younger players to step in, or do you think that was a move to and we can maybe get some assets to make them later in the season?
3: was all of those things, really. Um... I was kind of shocked when I first saw, that, but then after I thought about it. I talked to Cam Russell. Um, it did make a lot of sense because you know they have a lot of a lot of efforts back, um, and then they signed a kid out of Ontario, Brody Fournier, who's a 18 year old, and then a couple of good players uh, surprised them in training camp. And the next thing you know, you got too many forwards. Um, and not, and not just his fours, but also too many fours that need to play in the top. And Especially thinking about Logan Crosby, who was a first, first pitcher last year. Um, and is back this year as a 17-year-old. Had a good camp, and he just can't be on the fourth line anymore. So, but when you look around, who you can trade, I guess, uh, maybe complimentary to Bobby, to Bobby Orr in the sense that you could get a pretty good return for him. He uh, paid a second-round pick in a fifth, I think it was, which... For some people might blow away, but uh, those are those are valuable. That's when the draft comes around. Answer to your second point. Yeah, uh, it's never a bad idea to have a, assets of like the draft picks and then the bank because it uh, allows you. You know, you know, if you're lucky, it allows you to either ignore the sounds of the junior cycle. But uh, other than that, you can you can use those. And you have to trade for something. So uh, when you break it all down, I thought it was a sensible move by the move.
2: So uh, as I've been doing, as uh, we've been going through these divisions, I, I like to talk in the back end. out. Uh, obviously Brady James, Matias, so um, is it's is it a 1A, 1B situation. Are going to split it down or is it a one guy going to take the, 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 the it early and then hopefully one takes it and, and you know, it with it or how do you see this playing out or are these the two goaltenders are going to kind of lean, lean on a season?
3: Yeah, yeah, I would call I'd it a one A one B. And again, if I if I rewind to last year, Brady was the number one on coming camp because it was his second year, and uh, Mathis was a rookie and he, he had some potential. Obviously, lately was was the pickup, the, but then, then the year went on. Um, you know, Brady struggled a little bit, because started to play really well near the end of the season, and so. By the time it I would say Russo was, was the number one. But that, that doesn't really mean much right now because they're both pretty good goalies. They both uh, need, need to prove that going to be a number one. And if neither one of them really, really grabs it, then, yeah, they'll just, they'll just rotate. And uh, Sylvain Favreau, the coach, he had a policy last year that if a goal, a goal wins, he keeps playing. So, so probably just do that if somebody's winning, winning. Leave him in, and then. If and then if he uses, then think about putting the other guy in. So, so number one right now, but there, you know, there there could be by by Christmas. There could be by the end of the year.
0: Look at the at, the, at the roster. Uh, if you look at last uh, last, one uh, was the NHL draft? I think I'm all confused now. Uh, <laughs> but one player that takes that really, really blew my mind away was, was Mark I didn't check, Uh how determined or pumped do you think he is to uh, to change the minds of all those NHL teams to pass
3: on him? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Marcus is a good player, really smart uh, sees the ice so well and and also can score. Uh all those two tool, tools there is just he he just one of those kids who kids of time putting on, on weight. Um eats all the time, you know, according to him and his agent and his coach staff and everything else. He's, he's doing everything he can to get, to get bigger, but it's just harder for, for some time. Especially, you know, if you're, if you're playing major junior hockey, you're, you're obviously burning tons of calories. So um, there was, was really anything that held him out of the draft, as far as, as I can tell. So, yeah, he oh, comes yeah. back now. Elliot Desnoyers graduated to full hockey. He should be the number one center. He should be the play. has all the opportunity to, uh, to really take off this year, and he, he won't lack for information, as he said. So, so I, I expect him to have a bigger really. He said it in large part because he's got going to have a little bit of a chip shoulder.
2: With him, him being uh, obviously be the number one center, um, and then the emergence of Jordan Dume and obviously a guy we know quite well in Zalou. Um, is, is this team going to go far as, as as that line can take them, or how does the, the how does the depth uh, front kind of scout for this for this group? And um, I mean leadership is. is who is the leadership that a guy like Elliot like who's a two hundred player player done right, uh, uh, is now no longer with the move.
3: Yeah, yeah, Eli Denway was an awesome leader, just a really, really caring person, automatic kind of guy for a captain. Um, but they they have players who are mature and, and they come back every year, older, older, wiser, all that stuff. Like you've got kids like Cam Wine and give a lot of defense that, that could be leaders and. You know, Zach, Zach. in his was as a leader. Uh, he, he's very vocal. He's obviously high energy and everything you would already know about him. Maybe Marcus Fitchek. Uh, there, there are candidates there, and a lot of it uh, comes down to really, really what the coaches see inside the room. I'm not there. I know these kids, and you know, I hear about them from the people who are around them. But uh, sometimes they show, they show things. Inside or that you don't see on the ice, so I'm just curious as curious to you to see who, who ends up with letters on, but, but, uh, whoever gets it, I, I mean, even though those, if they, any of those guys got it, they do a great, great job, I think.
2: So, so, as we were here with, with Willie, Buff, um, work, um, as we're through this, I mean, we talk forwards, talk, talk goaltender, I'll, I'll go to the DD core, Jack Martin, uh, make a group, uh, played with the Flyers last year, telescope them, he unites with Dylan McKinnon, just um, talk about this this decor and, and what uh, what it can bring, bring to to, to the Mooseheads this season and keep the, keep the puck, uh, help with, with Russo, keep puck out of the net.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, similar to all the Oregon traded, they got they, they, Steve Davis, Davis about a week ago, who uh, would have been a third-year player, a 20-year-old, and, and frankly, the type of guy who could have worn the C, just a terrific kid, so that tells you that they're pretty, pretty confident in their depth on this year's team. And that starts really with, uh, you know, you mentioned Jackson coming in. He he could have made the team, um, but I it felt, it felt it would be better for him to be back in And Obviously, you know, you know, like you touched on, he had an amazing, amazing thing. just just uh, won everything, including the, in the national championship, and looks tremendous right now. And I, I don't know why you would play him, him with anyone other than Dylan McKinnon. They've literally been a here since they were there in Novice, but yeah. so uh, they're two pretty exciting 17 year olds, and they're surrounded by their own seventh overall, will be 6'16. He's got t- tons of talent, so, so um, that means they'll carry seven, they'll work on and jack line the lineup, uh, rotate somehow. Inevitably, somebody will get injured, so they'll, they'll wind up playing their games. But, uh, those are the young guys. Other than that, you know, I mentioned Cam, why not? He's his fourth year here having a great camp. I had some injuries last year. Jake Furlong really came, came along last year. So he'll be their top top G. And uh, Ray back. he was a bit of a surprise last year coming up in the state. And the wild card I haven't seen yet because I Bled- haven't played a pre- pre- game here. In the this is Dave Morvet, who was the ninth year out of the Czech Republican. He played professionally last year at home. So, um, I'm sure he'll come in and be, be good right away. So I think if you ask them, they might they might say that their defense is their best position. Yeah.
0: yeah, I'm glad you mentioned Stephen Davis. I guess as a Wildcat fan, I'll, I'll, uh, I was a little set cut. That means there's some more episodes of Donnie Davis, um, <laughs> which was which was a, a good a good watch. Um, I will ask you, Will really, Willie, the same question I've asked everyone else. Was, uh, you know, of course, I had uh, Jamie Tozer on from, uh, from Station Nation. And, uh, and Jonathan Wall from from Bath, Do you see? I well, everybody in the movie says Will will in the M&M's we'll Division. Do you see that? Um, do you share the same opinion, or do you see maybe it's surprising to uh,
3: to take the title? Yeah, I'd have to say they're the favorite right now. They don't don't have they don't lack for depth any position. Um, again, again, like like we talked about already, they had had to trade if they had to cut a defenseman, if two returning goalies. They need players uh, from number one to seven on, on defense, and you know, you know, all their top three scoring lines, and then a pretty pretty, pretty successful fourth line. So, what could even put with to the top is: does they're only carrying one twenty-year-old to start, start the year? And, and uh, with what they have now, I've already already said they're the best on paper. But as you know, a twenty-year-old uh, can come in and make a pretty big impact. So. so you are going to get year. and uh, if we look around the, around the rest of division, uh, it's a good year for them to be good because last year every team was good. Cape Breton, so obviously, and a couple other teams uh, were growing, but you have Charlotte, Town, Atherton, obviously St. John, uh, probably three of uh, the five teams in the league. So it's not going to be the same type of landscape that this year. So so even if you don't go to the powerhouse right now compared to those teams were last year, they're, they're, a pretty solid team.
2: Yeah. I always said that like, like, it's really good to learn and grow and learn to win when three of the teams in your division and backlogged at the end of the division uh, schedule, it makes for really long nights in the, in the second half of the season. Um, one, for, one more for me, I guess. Obviously, the World Juniors coming out to, out to the Maritimes and, and Moncton's host host B, uh, uh, Halifax home group A. I mean, just what's the sense on the, the fan, fan in Halifax with the team, uh, knowing that they could could be a division the leaders in the division and kind of kind of the the World Junior sense with you know uh, Bieska having a chance with Switzerland and, and obviously Larue's got a chance with Team Canada. Um, just what's your sense in in those two things with fan base?
3: Yeah, you're right, and, and also you'll have uh, even more vets with with Shaq, right? Because uh, because he he was going to play this year, but got got sick at the, at the minute. So, um, it's going to help their, their ticket sale. If that makes sense, because you, you know you you get uh, privileges with the, the World Junior tickets if you subscribe to a season package with heads. So, I'm sure. I don't know if to tell how clubs were. Way down the last year, year for obvious reasons, mm-hmm. um, and even when when the restriction opened up later in the season, it was a lot lower than what we've seen. So I'm looking forward to that. To that. seeing more people from the building, getting it back to where it was, uh, you know, I guess three years ago now, really. And uh, yeah, yeah. If you're if you're if you're in a hockey and uh, the rink only ten thousand five hundred. If you're not out front getting your ticket, so that creates a buzz. And I suppose the only other thing to would add is I'm looking ahead to see what that buzz, buzz looks like as, as we're closer to it because, of course, there's been so much controversy right around Hockey Canada. Right. Um, I'm not getting the sense right now that people are automatically supported it um, the way they, in in the sense that it's not 100% automatic as it used to be. Hopefully, we'll warm up to up to it as I covered the two thousand three tournament here, and that, that was with the best atmosphere I've ever seen here, here or any any. So, so, if they can get get to that, then then uh, you know it's going to be a treat, right?
2: Absolutely, and like Jeremy and I have talked about, even even not getting in Canada, them, obviously, obviously the fans fr- fr- upset. But but if you don't support group and support this thing at both, both locations, it may not come back out here again, right? So. It's you know it's a one-time <laughs> thing, especially here in Moncton. You got to support it so that uh, it at least has the opportunity to come to back. But um, we don't take too much too much. Of, too much I don't actually remember the last time we played played Halifax last season. So I think it was pre covid I think it was, was twenty nineteen, maybe, maybe even twenty nineteen. Um, it's been a while, so we've seen you guys in the uh, in the preseason season, which is okay. Makes rivalry in the regular season when the games matter a little bit more, but obviously we we really appreciate taking the time and hopefully we can do this again. Um, are you in the World World Juniors, or will you be a- available around the draft? I'm almost too busy with.
3: No, I'll be there. I'll be there, I mean, uh, normally I'll take a nice break at Christmas when the Quebec League shuts down, yeah. but uh, I'll, I won't have much leisure year. It's going to be a double double, double hockey level uh, and then as soon as that tournament's over, we'll try to move its home game. So uh, looking ahead to a bit busier, that's for sure.
2: Awesome, man. But we wouldn't want it any other way to get back to regular regular ho- hockey. So we'll, we'll try to get you on, on, on a trade, trade period if that works out for you. For sure. Great. Yeah. Nice talking to you guys. guys. Thanks right. for having me. Thanks, Willie. Thank you,
3: Willie. All right. Take care, guys. All
2: right. And now we move from press box just a little bit down to the uh, play-by-by-play booth and uh, – the friendiest friend of the show we figured out. Uh, he could be tied with Jamie chose for the most appearances. Uh, your friend, our friend, voice of the Cape goes Pat McNeil. Pat, how you doing?
1: Doing well. I'll say this, though. Pretty impressive that Jamie can keep pace with me on this show because <laughs> I know I have to travel to do all the games, but he definitely travels more than, other than I do, so... Kudos to Jamie for all he like got.
2: Yeah, it's really a, a contest of if we can actually catch him and uh, whereabouts. where in the world is Jamie Tozer. It's like, like a where in the world is Carmen Diego from our childhood. From our how's your, summer, how's your been? summer Much more memorable here in time,
1: Carmen, than San Diego. Yeah.
2: That is true. How's, how's, uh, how's your summer been? How's that Australian rules football? Hey. So hey, well,
1: it's been very good. Today. If anybody follows me on social media, they'll know that's my summer passion and... We've uh, definitely had some growth in Cape Breton with our Australian Rules Football Club. And an exciting news: a club just launched in St. John. So hopefully, Moncton is someone soon, guys. We'll, we'll keep you up to date. But if anybody's interested, just give me a holler and we can make
2: it again. And that's how probably... I decided to. Uh,
0: uh, I, I wouldn't mind trying. I'd like to go out, go out and score myself a touchdown. <laughs>
1: Well, for relevance to, to this, this task, for the first time ever I was able to re- recruit Eagle to come and play. Matt Donald, you have to be an American football fan, as well, a huge Buffalo Bills fan. I did get, get a kick a few goals, which would be the correct be terminology. So <laughs> I was pretty ready to have a world's collide moment in, in, that, in that, for instance.
2: But right there, that's how the show toe tied together. Is all the times we've had toes are on, we have St. on listeners. They heard you last time talking about uh, Australian rules football to the teams. Boom, boom, there it is. That's, that's, how, that's how we bring this community together, right?
1: We appreciate all <laughs> the free publicity we will take from you. not sure when this podcast is going to drop, but for those who are feeling charitable, members of our Australian rules football team are actually going to be in a cheerio hockey tour- tournament this coming weekend, so... Uh, Follow my turn. to know how to donate. That's, uh, we appreciate anything that would go to the Cape Brown Regional Hospital Foundation. Eagles are also going to be there. Obviously, I'll be, be talking to the guys on our, our team. I'm, I'm involved in a certain capacity this,
2: this time around. All right. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll follow you, you and retweet what we need to. Uh, let's get into the, the team. The roster's been announced. Uh, should be a better group. Um, you know, I... Every time we come on, especially last year, we talked about the 1A, 1B goaltending. Goal, it looks like Rucci is the guy. Uh, obviously, uh, Diamata is, is his uh, is, backup there. So just talk about the goaltending goal and Rucci is his net, correct?
0: Well, I'll
1: say so, but but I think a 19-year-old backup certainly provides you with some some options. And for those, if you're not super familiar, I know you and Jeremy, obviously, for whatever reason, people listening aren't super familiar with Cape Breton. Last year, we had the two 17-year-old goaltenders, as you mentioned, Nicholas Ruchan and Romero LaFontaine. And it was the big debate as to who was going to be the guy and when they were going to make the decision. Unfortunately, their hand was forced on that uh, for not such great reasons as Remy had requested it because his father's not doing well back in Quebec. So best wishes to Remy. That hopefully, I uh, think, could turn, turn around. we're not sure of the specifics. But uh, hopefully, the team was able to honor that wish. Wish So oh, nice Remy gets to go closer to home. But in terms of out of affects, affects the that gave Rucci a starting spot. But if you're bringing a team or goalie, you know, you're probably confident that the enemy of could push him for, for some stats. I've seen a lot of Geo, obviously, as uh, he just came here not quite the beginning of training camp, but just after it started, of course, he got some starters. You guys are a little familiar with. it. It's going to be a big year for for The first time he'll probably be given the opportunity to really take charge. As that was not going to be the case in his rookie year and last year, he had the seventeen. So it's going to be an interesting dynamic with the Eagles. it will be nice to see two more veteran boys, I
0: guess, in that position. Mary's he's up to the task? Well, we'll have to see. Speaking of bringing in bodies, um, and also, Victoria so didn't take, take too long in putting his, his on the organization, uh, making a few moves. Uh, you know, uh, by Zach Gravel, Sam Johnson, uh, just to name uh, a couple there as well, Justin Bergeron, Uh Obviously, looking for a more experienced lineup this year. Uh, thoughts on, on, on their performances so far in uh, in camp?
1: Yeah, it's been interesting to see the reconstruction, and I think what Sylvan Gutierrez did a really good job of, just to not so, so much focus on camp, but kind of how the roster was built. built was this is obviously a theme, and much like most people would say, is that that's not ready to win a championship now, but you always want to be, be competitive. So this so is—it's a cliche here a lot of time, but I think it was truly true. Is that they make you not sacrifice the future all getting better in the present. And, you know, people can say what they want about management years, but one thing the Eagles did do a job of the last few years was stockpiling picks. So the Eagles this year were able to get the guy, got guys in the first round, but the surplus picks were the guys that they used to bring in these veteran players from other teams. So, you know, it's hard to get read on training camp because there hasn't been a ton of games against other teams at all. The first uh, pre-game in Glace Bay, all facts sends a pretty TT Charles Boutin comes in and scores five goals as a nine year old which is, is exciting, but you know, it's not going to be as easy to do that during the regular season. It's an interesting lineup construction. I like the fact that all these guys were brought in without expensing the future. A guy like Greg Raval, who's named an alternate captain today, along with Ivan Ivan and Jeremy Langwalk, is going to wear the C, So he's going to get you some offense So the team. Steady at all levels. You can, and as I'm sure you guys know, the B- times is a lot more wide open this year. So bring in those guys. If they can become a piece of unit coming from, from all these different teams, then you have a chance to make an impact in the Maritime Division. As I said, they open a lot of competition between teams that are still finding way in the league.
2: So we're here with Pat McNeil, which is Brett, and he goes, uh, I mean, we haven't talked to you since the draft. Um, we weren't sure. Weren't sure a lot of people weren't sure what KB Bretton was going to do with the, the defense, in the future, get the goaltender. Um, obviously, they went with Tam, Tamis, Thomas Thomas uh the defenseman who, from you know uh, what I've read, is is quite quite the the player at six sixteen. Do you think uh, the the Richia Del Fontaine one A, one B, be factored into maybe not going another younger goaltender, um, or was it just we want to build uh, on the back end? We want a stud defenseman that can kind of grow and be a, a you know, that that rock on the on the back end. Probably
1: a little bit of both, but more sort, sort of along the high end defenseman. And the draft was interesting this year because he had a number of people who got on number one, but just because that was the. the League consensus, the scouting staffs themselves have their own, their own opinions. So, right. LeVois was his uh, coordination as the number one pick was was playing internally quite some time uh, before uh, the actual announcement. So, I, I think he knew right away who they won. And you know, it's, it's something that hadn't been a hallmark of the Eagles historically. We've obviously seen a lot of great players come through here, but usually when we've had stars, they've been goaltenders or forwards. It's the league defenseman has kind of been uh, at least heel of the Eagles historically through the year. So, he, maybe there's something that as well to build the uh, against your, your historical weakness and he's been exceptional in training I and mean, I mean, he's, he's not, somebody necessarily described as, as an offenseman but his shot is really something else to see like a, a truly player at that, that level can just jump into the play and then before you know he's back his post uh, on the back end which, 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 which was important in the modern game right for his defenseman so, so yeah it was more it was probably a combination of everything you 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 had potential pieces, in that, but mainly it would, it would come down to just really liking that player. You'd want to take the best guy available, especially if number one. And the team also did a good job of kind of going kind of a lot of hype around. I think people, people love his name in, in the city, and hopefully uh, he'll be a very successful eagle in the cube chair.
0: I guess on the topic of uh, you know, professional transition here, because that's <laughs> what we always do. Um, best player available, uh 4 Georgia, this was on to Tobir Kulik uh any any obviously he's not on the on the roster is there any, any talk of him being in cape breton uh season what, what's uh, what's on him
1: i've heard a ton i think obviously the hope there i don't know if hope is the right word but there's always the possibility that the Sabers could change course even if they decide to assign him to the ahl a uh, guy who's first round, there is always the possibility he could make the NHL, but later first round, if you guys know, that's probably not likely, although, although he's obviously a key part of their future going forward, and then they have, obviously, because he was drafted to up the option to send him to the AHL or Q, but there's also the potential that he could in the AHL, maybe it's not a good fit, and then he sends step down a few later, so that's always in play. I think, too, maybe, I didn't study as many of the selections around the league as usual, but I'm wondering... How much of the Eagles' strategy and the strategy of other teams was affected by the lack of Russians in the import draft? You know, maybe there's not as many star options. You're more likely to just take a stab at something like which we could potentially have him for, for two years. So uh, thus far, there's been no signs of him, of him in Cape Breton. I actually, J. Uh, Buto, has uh, been invited to Sage to camp and, uh, during their summer orientation or whatever the, or the church that is. I, I asked if he was uh, trying, trying to put the word in his uh, ear about Cape Breton. He said, I tried to, to speak any English. So that'll be something that he comes to Cape Breton. But we'd uh, certainly uh, love to see him here. But uh, it's uh, Ivan Ivan and uh, Pierre Reptick will uh, be carrying, the, carrying the, the imports. And it was fun those guys play against each other at the World Juniors, but we a little, a little more to teammates here in Cape Red.
2: So with that forward group, um, you know, I did a little bit of color analyst for the the Flyers in the playoff run there. So I saw a lot, a lot of Lou Patterson. Just, just what are your impressions of him, him uh, in his rookie year, especially just right now, in camp, and what kind of, uh, where do you see him kind of fitting into this into this uh, roster?
1: Yeah, well, with all the veterans that came in, you know, the young guys are going to be fighting for fighting, the fighting, fourth line. time, time to just kind of round out the roster. But what's interesting right now is, is the team has 13 forwards and nine defensemen. now. So, so you'd expect a decision to be made there. Rodzinski could, could end up being the other man out was about other uh, be being alternate, Belcher. And then it looks like he'll take a both Euro and that 20-year-old spot. So so obviously the rookies are going to be fighting for the right time. But if the team decides to actually play 12 forwards, on a nightly basis, only having 13 in the lineup, and the at them. And certainly that open, opens up for Luke Patterson to be a regular player. You know, he's obviously in that youth category, already working with guys who were picked in the first round, like Shields, Aries. So, the NBA hood comes in as a rookie. He's a year old. So I think there's going to be an open slate, I would guess, to see who really grabs that icy sign and i'm sure all the rookies will kind of get their opportunity sitting in the stands if that's how you want to phrase it patterson never looked at a pace when he got called up last year he had seven games and didn't put up any points but you don't expect that for any coming out and as you said you saw him what he did in the playoffs and of course what he did in the national stage of telescope so it might take a while for him to find in his way as a full-time but certainly there's high expectations for what he's going to do in the future for the eagles
0: I'm asking ask the uh, the same question to to you know, you know all guests that uh, come on to the show. I you, Pat, to kind of uh, you know on the roll, So I'm gonna put that one way. But uh, <laughs> you know, where do you realistically see the the Eagles finishing uh, within the Maritime Division this year? It's a great question. It's I, I don't want to get confident. and I feel like
1: teams might make this mistake where Bathurst, Saint John, and Charlottetown all. Kind of heavily went for it last year. And if you look at expected to defend all three, all three teams, you'll see a lot of loss. But I know uh, Bassard's probably bringing more than St. John and Charlottetown. But St. John and Charlottetown, both teams have set a history of bringing guys in from Ontario. I think both teams might have a little bit a little bit more than people realize coming up front, uh, coming back, back. But you'd have to think while well, the veterans' eagles brought in that they should be expected to finish ahead of those teams. Not saying it's a guarantee by, by any means. But you look at Moncton, kind of somewhat of a similar spot. So it kind of, I would think that where be they would be battling between Cape Run and Moncton, maybe for that set second by. But if you look ahead at Halifax, uh, the training Bob Orr, an interesting move. I don't think a lot of people saw that coming. And the fact that they only have one twenty-year-old deer in Halifax is interesting too. That might indicate that they're more gearing toward the future. So I wouldn't be entirely shocked if the team slipped a bit because one of those three teams that not last year over so i wouldn't be surprised if halifax uh, geared towards the youth. eagles writing for the, for the top of the division so i, I think the, the maritime times is, is wide open the house money would probably be on about for a second with monk and that would be kind of what i would see happening but as, as i said I, I wouldn't be shocked to be proven wrong I and mean, there's a lot of moving pieces so in play
2: i wonder if you're actually going to say a number or if you were just going to give the answer without being the answer <laughs> and it was after, it was up <laughs> to us to to interpret that um Obviously, a couple of tough years for Eagles, uh, you know, anyone watches is that, you know, the ring wasn't as full as it could be. And, you know, obviously what we dealt, dealt with past years didn't help that. Um, first, first pick, a lot of buzz around that. Team brought intentions getting better. A chance to be in kind of the top three. Is this a team that maybe slightly buys at the trade deadline to win a round for the fan base as well? What is the fan base that they're like moving into the season with? All the hype for the number one pick, pick and you know what's the what's the appetite for the for the FAMs?
1: Well, I think the slight by might be the most likely scenario. Of course, you look at a guy like Jeremy Langwall, nineteen. So, I'm sure a lot of teams can come on him. However, because he's a late birthday, your owner doesn't want to sign him, so they could potentially come back as a twenty, and the team might think they're in a good spot next year. So as we saw in the preseason, Sylvia Couture was ready to make the trades, but the picks to kind of make the team better and better. And better. still some picks in the bank to do that. So I feel like even even if the team received an offer on a veteran that they couldn't refuse, that wouldn't necessarily stop them from then turning around to try to improve at the time. So I think that you could do a little bit of both, but more likely towards the slate line, especially as I, as I mentioned before, the conference is a little bit more wide open. In terms of the fans, that's a good question. I think... The Eagles probably were on money to be bad, bad during the pandemic. I feel like it's going to be interesting to see down the road if there's any greater, greater long-term ramifications for teams that happen to be at the bottom of the cycle during that time because of no easy disconnect. Uh, in terms of the community, follows the Eagles actively, obviously, so there's a lot of excitement. I love one. It's the first time we've had three first-round picks, so a lot of excitement there. And, it kind of, of course, when you're inside the machine, so to speak, it's not even so much bias, but you're just uh, surrounded by ideas and people kind of throwing things out there. So natural naturally kind of uh, get the, the enthusiasm up. It's uh, it's tough for everybody around the league. So I feel like attendance the issues there is probably not so, so, so much an Eagles thing as it is everywhere in the queue. But blame among the people who follow this closely, I think there's optimism with the fact that the team managed to both bring in veterans and, and bring in free from picks. It's not very, very often you do that at the same time. So I think people are pretty excited a bit about that.
2: Well, I mean, we're excited to see you. Uh, we don't get to see the Eagles play in the preseason, which makes sense. It's quite a bit of a, a jaunt there. But we get you in the first two weeks, or first weekend of the season. And so um, works. excited to have uh, see you around. And, I mean, obviously we're going to let you go for the night because you need, need to recover. But thanks again for joining us, Pat. Well thanks for
1: having me, guys I completely lost interesting that. Story, <laughs> interesting store to watch there. And Nick McNeil, of course, long time he eagles yeah. there, got his, his breakthrough in the queue as an assistant coach at month in his first two games behind uh, behind the bench. I still watching. there you go. And of course Sean John's making his head coaching to use uh those four games and then we see what talk about you guys start the season.
2: Yeah, I I, I wanna apologize. I completely lost that. I had two thoughts in my mind going there of saying hi and talking talking about weekend and, and uh but uh yeah, obviously we'll have you again clo- closer to trade deadline and see what. Hopefully, we're battling with you guys all year long, and it's not battling in the basement; it's battling for maybe a division, division uh, a division shake sh- sh- Yeah,
1: certainly we can be surprised to see that. As I, said, I think the is wide open, and we hope to be part of it. it should be a good season. Look forward to talking about. It.
2: All right, Pat, you have a good night. All right, take take care, guys. Oh. In six seasons, that literally could have been the worst exit I've ever had for an <laughs> <future. laughs> interview. Like,
0: okay,
2: uh, oh, three seasons, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're working on the Kings. Like, I literally was look, looking at this, so getting me to talk about this weekend, and then I'm like, oh, we should probably get the. that. Oh, uh, no, no. no. Even the first few interviews I did when I first started this, that, 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 good, thing, <laughs> good thing it was just, <laughs> pep, not Willie the first time. He'd be like, I'm not, I'm not probably going that, but uh, obviously... No Scotia teams come on both ends of the spectrum. One's uh, mm-hmm. kind of changing for the division. One's just looking to get better in the next couple of years. But I mean, look at Cape Breton. They should, they'll probably be the most impressive team in the division.
0: Oh, by a mile. Yeah. They, they made some, they made the moves to bring in some, you know, some better and uh, you know, just some, you know, third, fourth line better, better. These, and yeah. these are, you know, they're almost our top six, six to be mostly players that they brought in for, from trades, right? So um, it looks their their four group looks really good. Um, it's almost I would say it, it, it almost could could compete with with mm-hmm. um, But but yeah, it, it, it's going to be an exciting division. Um, you know, I think we're reviewing our team next uh, next week, I believe. Dang. And uh, we'll have a special guest, aka us, um, <laughs> yeah. to uh, turkey down. So yeah, yeah, we'll have some uh, some hot takes, and we'll probably make bold
2: predictions that will just not come true at all. Again, um, that's just the way we we do business. Absolutely, it's uh, we're gonna learn to learn. Uh, we went six and one, six one and two against against kicking last year. I don't think we're gonna have the fortune to go six one one and two against them uh, this this year, and it, it's gonna be a very tough. I mean, we opened up there, and then they come down here. You heard me fumble through uh, when I was talking when we were talking about talk, talk, talk there. Um, that, that's a that's a good, that's a good home opener, uh, home home weekend. Like, like that's it's it's not starting off with I guess quote unquote fluff that that we uh, that we started out with last year, last year. and then the Halifax. I mean, I think we're both surprised because we didn't notice they had the one twenty-year-old. So yeah, 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 they're in a very good position. I mean, everybody else seemed to know that the twenty year of us. Yeah,
0: exactly. I I, I didn't hear, but that's that's going to give them a, an opportunity to, you know, to make whatever move they want. You know, less, uh, but at the same time, you know, it's it's who who, they, who they're going to go. They've got their their thirteen forwards, uh, thirteen or fourteen forwards, so they're going to have to make a decision there uh, on, on who they're going to let go. So it's just. It's gonna be interesting. I don't think I'm like will probably tell me till mid season. Um, you know, the ball should be in their court. Whether they will they and, and get a player from you know, from the or if they uh, throw you know some some money at, uh, maybe a single player player that's you no know, not happy thrice time and they just be committed and based on with health factor, so you never know. They've got um, they've got tons of options available to you.
2: Yeah, it might not be one, or it might, not be, might not be, or it might be both, right? Like it's, it's yeah. they, they have have the ability to do that, and you know, we all questioned why they didn't trade Denoyer, and you know, now it kind of looks like if they, they would have traded him for a 18-year-old, they might have had two 20-year-olds this year, and and not in spots. So they're, uh, they're always in a good, good spot, and you know, like, like you, we've said a few times, it's their division to lose. But we'll get into what the rest of the division will shake out next week. Uh, that'll do it for this this week. Uh, again. We are this close to the regular season. I don't understand why we have one more game. Just start the season next weekend. But whatever. Um, it's the uh, uh, Please Don't Get Injured final preseason game. And then the season kicks off for real. Sydney on Friday the 23rd. And the home opener is Sunday, September 25th. Tickets are available now. Uh, while if you're a flex ticket holder or a season ticket holder, you can pick up your tickets. Uh... Starting Monday, this whole week, um, 12 to 4 for flex ticket packages only, uh, seats, and if you haven't got flex packs this week, you can pick them up still next week three times. Monday, September 19th, 12 to 6 at Gate 6, to Tuesday, September 20th, 8 a.m. to 6 a.m. at Gate 6, and Wednesday, September 21st to Friday, September 23rd, 12 to 4 at the Roar store. Um, you, you cannot pick them up on game day so make sure you get your tickets before game day that you can get in to see the home opener uh, as well we want to thank our guests willie paloff and Pat Mcg- joining us tonight next week said jeremy our wildcats preview maybe with a guest maybe not uh as well we got our qmj predictions don't forget we are on uh digital hockey show on youtube with uh john hope uh, we were we had the pleasure of being on that show to kind of give uh West fans uh a bit of a lay of the land in the queue. So check that out on on, on YouTube double, double digit hockey. Uh, you be safe there, sir. I know you're quite close to yeah. American- America, so just uh, just be careful. How long are you there for?
0: Uh, I'm here until uh, Friday. Okay. Um, so we uh yeah, you know, doing a little bit of Friday you know, you know more afternoon and then probably hit the road. So I'll be back around
2: sometime on Friday. Perfect. So you'll be back in the studio, but we'll be back on YouTube. That's it for guys. See you next week.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of wild cast podcast. Follow us on social media at Mobile